0: Radio 191 FM podcast.
1: Right now on the line, I am joined by Dave from Clap Clap Riot. Morena to you, Dave.
0: Morena, how are you?
1: Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, man. Marvellous, marvellous. And you should be good. Bit of announcement this morning. 10 year anniversary tour uh, coming our way in March, uh, doing the four main centres. Um, first question Are you going to, for the special occasion, g- rename yourself Band Theft Auto again?
0: Oh, that's a good call. There has been a little uh, little uh, murmur in the practice rooms as of late as to whether we potentially bust out an old Band Theft Auto song, uh, particularly down in the old South Island when we go to do that. So there has been little, yeah. little inklings along that line. line. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yet. Maybe
1: maybe, maybe just maybe Christchurch, you'd have to do it in Christchurch, surely.
0: Yeah, Christchurch would be the one to do it for I think, they're the ones that are accustomed to the ways of Band Theft Auto yeah, back
1: in the day. Indeed, oh, when I was doing a little bit of research for this interview and I typed that in today, I found a wedding band called Band Theft Auto uh, that do covers um, Oh man, we,
0: could, we should sue
1: You should sue, that's what <laughs> I was <laughs> thinking You should, and you should, yeah, everybody should if you listen to uh, the songs they play, everybody should <laughs> sue that band um, Now, a decade is a long time um, in anyone's book Um Apart from someone that maybe gets a telegram from the Queen because they 've turned a hundred, uh, but what comes to mind when uh, you really think about it you know from those early Christchurch days uh, to the move to Auckland to you know for want of a better word breaking into the mainstream you know what really comes to mind um, for you when you think about your ten years
0: uh, i think I feel really lucky to to get to where we are um, with as long as we 've been around for there's been so many friends. Uh, And bands and things like that that have kind of made it through one record or two records but just the the thing that you really realize as a band once you get to this point is it's just it's um quite a challenge kind of keeping everything ticking over and keeping your excitement going um within a band when you've been doing it for such a long time so it's just like it's a real pleasure to be where we are and we're just really trying to appreciate um, how much we've done and how far we've come, and the fact that we're still loving what we're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially in a market the size of New Zealand, I guess as well. I mean, it's not like you haven't done other things, o- other places, but you know, like you're doing the four main centres, and there's a, you know, there's a few other bigger towns as well. Um, but I mean, I guess it could get stale. So I mean, it must be well, not necessarily a mission um, to keep it fresh, uh, but probably harder here than in, than most markets.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't, you you know, if you're in Australia, you can do sort of 30-day tours or whatever and um, cycle those things over comfortably, whereas in New Zealand you're relatively limited as to what you can do. And so it's a case of just making sure, for us in particular, every single time we go out, we make sure we are revisiting um, what we did last time and we're giving something fresh. We're not just going out and just playing the same you know 20 songs we did the last time we're we're making sure we're keeping it interesting for ourselves by playing songs we haven't played in ages and Mm -hmm. new songs and um at the same time in between always sort of working on writing and recording and that sort of stuff
1: yeah and you do keep it fresh with your sound too because i mean it's changed a bit over the years um you know from from tv knows better um you know it was kind of Raucous guitar pop, um, you know, heavy rock um, sounds from your debut LP, uh, Counting Spins, and nobody, everybody, um, you know, was quite really, really indie rock. Um yep. And in and dull life, um, you know, that's a mix of jangly uh, guitar rock, you know, synthy dance numbers. You've got sweet ballads yep. that have like a kind of a psychedelic wash. So you, plus, there's the newfound vocal range on that the last album as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <yep. laughs> yeah. But no record sounds the same. So I mean, is is that really important? And um, how does you know how does that happen? You know, is that an organic thing or is there yeah. like a, an idea? It's
0: totally organic. It's one of those things it's there's never any intention when we go into um, writing a record or writing tunes that this is going to be how it is. But it just develops over time with wanting to push yourself um, uh, like further than you pushed yourself in the previous recordings and also um, just the music that you're listening to and the things that you've been around. I mean, all of the bands that we really love, bands like Beatles and Stones and The Kinks if you look at their kind of recording collective they follow that same sort of ilk where it just develops over time and there's all of those songs will still fit within one set list by those bands but at the same time you can find super slow songs super fast songs um, but it all is that one band and I think that's something that we sort of aspire to
1: Yeah. But that's what make, uh, makes those bands great, though, isn't it? You know, the the diverse range of, of what they create, but also the cohesiveness of it all.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think the thing is, is you just, um, you would get exhausted and lose your passion for it if you were just tuning out the same thing over and over again. I just don't know how bands like ACDC kind <laughs> of survive doing what they're doing Yeah. Um, when it's just... It, it, it would become after a long time so formulaic that, you know, you would get in the studio and be like, "Cool, we need to do a riff that goes ma na na, ma na na, ma <laughs> and then, um, you know, go from there. And I just think it would it would turn it far more into a like a job than something that you kind of really love doing and are passionate about
1: yeah and it must be great like like you said, like maybe after three years playing a song that you you know you haven't played for three years or four years, you know and busting that one back out again and probably feeling the feelings and smelling the smells and having all the memories from when you created that and used to play it.
0: Yeah, exactly. and I mean a big part of that's going to happen on this tour where we're definitely digging back to some songs that we haven't played in ages, and it is like that we played one of them um, for the first time the other day. But I think we haven't played in maybe five or six years and just it's um like it's fun to look back at kind of how you you played things and the speed and the intensity and things like that and um see how it relates to what you're doing now um but yeah it's, it's super exciting those songs the songs that we've had that have remained round in our set um they can go away and come back and they t- always just feel fresh and exciting for us to play that's the benefit of having um like a bit, massive catalogue of songs for us to pick from when we play sets is that we don't ever have to run through songs um painfully that uh we can't be bo- bothered playing
1: yeah, we just yeah. sort
0: of sit, sit them aside for a little while and then um you regain the love for them and. Um, You can bring them back into the set when you want to. Yeah,
1: yeah. When was the last time you did um, the Japanese version of Yoko Ono?
0: That would have been a couple of years ago, that one. Yeah, that was... um, Yeah, that one definitely takes some uh, dusting off, but usually when we do Yoko Ono, we'll do that. Either that, or we'll um, do like a half-pass version. We'll start at Japanese and then finish in English. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: if you like what are some of the you know your highlights or like kind of favorite moments that you've had um with your with the band and as your time as a band
0: um, I think getting uh getting records finished is always a like really exciting thing because it's just such a it's like a two year process mm. usually when you go from demoing ideas to actually getting things done that's always super satisfying we've done some just awesome shows in our time. Uh, we did the tour with Alt J. We did last year was yeah. was really fantastic. Um, there's, I think, um, we did a concert of a Canterbury earthquake mm-hmm. um, when that happened, and that was like a hundred thousand people that we played to, or something ridiculous like that. Um, it's just it's too many. It's there's no there's no sort of quantification of it. It's just um, Every time you, you go out and tour, there'll always be um, one or two shows on that tour that just excel, um, and it's super enjoyable, and you don't really know why, it's, and it's not necessarily because you play really well, or um, it can just be the crowd that turns up on the night um, that make it great.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: like a, a, small, a small crowd in a venue, like a tiny venue, that are giving it 100% will always beats you know playing to thousands of people that are you know going at 90 percent
1: yeah that's right you're you're 100 right and the crowds always make the show um, yeah totally yeah totally um now you're working on a new record at the moment um what's well, been on the go of what since august i think you got in the studio with tom Yep, Hilly um, right. up in um, Auckland, uh, who just pretty much makes every album that's being released now. Uh, he's such a busy man. He is, a very busy man. <laughs> he's a very busy man. <laughs> uh, but is there anything you can tell us about the new record?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so far we've got seven tracks that we're in the throes of sort of finishing off. We've tracked it all live again, and the, the big focus on this record is really... Uh, um, Tarking back to just trying to really make sure it's a live approach to what we're doing and it's a live feel. So, we're um, working on not adding too much to the songs. It's a, it's a really good mix of songs. We've got some really fast ones in there. Um, and for the first time, there's sort of one that's um, almost like a solo guitar number. Ooh.
1: It's really, yeah. really
0: um, slow, sort of mellow song. Um, Uh, and then the rest is kind of in between it's a nice range it's kind of a a little bit more along the lines of something like nobody everybody oh yeah record where it's um there's a nice wide range of stuff that's coming together for the um for the record
1: nice and is it nice to work with the same producer two albums in a row
0: yeah definitely it's it's just you get that relationship um we know we're, we're sort of good friends with a lot of the Tiny Ruins guys so in between when we worked on the last record with Tom and um, this record we've seen lots of each other which means that just that communication is a little bit better between um, you, you're just less afraid to um, stand up with your opinion on a particular thing and change things and you know how he works and he knows how we work so um, it just means that You can get to ideas faster but also at the same time um you're getting more closer to the direct idea that you're kind of looking for because you're saying yes and no when things are right more regularly than you would um, when you're sort of fresh with knowing somebody,
1: yeah, 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 it's good to have that personal connection with somebody. That's and they're not going to get pissy. Uh
0: yeah. you
1: were saying something because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, when it comes down to it, I mean, it's your record, your vision, um, and, and, and you know, sometimes producers can make things a lot better uh, when the band says no. But I think for the most part, um, and, and Tom, I think Tom's really good.
0: Yeah, with that, I think you know? it's, it's a give and take in that scenario. Like, there are a lot of situations where a producer and Tom's really great for that as well. Where um, you've got an idea in your head but he knows a better way of doing something and um, he'll get an even better kind of response or you'll be sort of happy with something and he'll take that something that you've done and instead push it further to the next sort of level like a guitar tone, and you'll think, yeah, this tone's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm, ha- I'm happy with that and he'll spend another half an hour on it or whatever and then the one that you actually end up with is tenfold better than what you had to start with.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. Your, so um, with a guitar in mind, is your is your new guitar going to be ready for this tour?
0: Yeah, it should be, actually. It's, um, it's very close to being done. It's waiting on um, one, you know, it's sort of in the process of getting everything all together now, and it's waiting on one little tool to be able to install the last, little jet point for
1: the guitar. Yeah, Dave's making the guitar, by the way, audience. Um, so <laughs> I saw a wee little video on, on uh, Facebook earlier today. Um, brilliant. So oh, we might be able to see that out in uh, in Aote Pote then. So you're coming to Dunedin 15th of March at the Captain Cook Hotel. Tickets are on sale right now. They went on sale about um, half an hour ago. Um, so what are we? What can we expect to see uh, from a Clap Clap Riot show this time round? Uh,
0: this is, this is going to be a bit of a raucous party, I think, this one. It'll be... Um we're kind of celib- they're, they're parties for us we're kind of celebrating um, these shows as if like a celebration for ourselves to mm-hmm. say "Hooroo!" you know we've done what we've done and it's we're going to be chucking in a whole bunch of oldies that we haven't played in ages a whole bunch of songs that haven't been out on the road for you know five or six years as well as a um, handful of new stuff that we haven't actually played ever so there'll be a it'll be a very fresh set for us and for um, people that are playing as long as, as as well as playing a whole bunch of the you know, classics that people enjoy
1: Well that's great because we're the first show on the tour too so we'll hear songs before anyone else That's fantastic. Uh,
0: yep, yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> That's awesome um,
1: <laughs> Sweet, um, well thank you Dave It's been a pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure as always um, What song would you like me to play from your entire back catalogue? Pick one Can you pick one?
0: Oh, let's go uh do you
1: have the whole back catalogue? Oh Well, I have I, have, I have, uh, what I can find on the internet.
0: Let's go uh, Sweet Patricia, Sweet maybe.
1: Patricia. All right, that is where... There it is. Um, I found it. Fantastic. All right, thank you <laughs> so much.
0: Awesome. This is,
1: uh, yeah. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you soon. You too. See you, mate. That's Dave from Clap Clap Riot. They are coming to play in Ote Porti on the 15th of... Oh, I left that up. On the 15th of the month uh, of March. So let's play a track, Sweet Patricia, from 2014's Nobody Everybody. You're on The One, 91FM.
0: My Sweet Patricia